Hello, I am Nikolai Pulowski, and you are listening to Season 2 of Colorado State University History Department's podcast, The Land Grant Chronicles, written and recorded by the students in the History of Outdoor Recreation class. This season explores the crisis of outdoor recreation in the United States. This episode tells the story of the 10th Mountain Division and their prolific impact on the ski industry in the United States. So I'm actually going to start by giving you a little history on them first. This story will tell you the kind of people we are dealing with because the history behind them is actually pretty legendary. So the 10th Mountain Division is America's only mountain and winter warfare unit. They were trained in parts of America that had heavy snowfall, such as Camp Hill, Colorado, Mount Rainier, Washington, and Fort Drum, New York, which the 10th calls home. Training in these places gave the 10th Mountain a unique yet very situational advantage, which ultimately worked in their favor. I'm going to first take us back to 1945. World War II is in full swing and the United States is pushing back the German forces in Italy. The Germans have the high ground in the Apennines and to successfully push through Italy, the Allies must overtake them. The 10th Mountain Division gets the call. Together, an elite group of champion skiers, mountain climbers, and European mountaineers start a night climb in what will later be known as the Battle of Riva Ridge. So there are these valleys leading up to the mountains that are blocked by German encampments at the top. So rather than walk into direct fire, the 10th Mountain Division decides to scale the snowy vertical cliffs that the Germans deemed unclimbable. They ultimately overtook the Apennines and allowed the military to push through Italy. But the best story I found from this battle comes from one of Vail Ski Resort's founders, Pete Siebert Sr. After the Battle of Riva Ridge, him along with his fellow soldiers could see a battle happening about 10 miles away. They couldn't do anything about it, so instead they cut some saplings to make racing gates and had a ski race. I thought that was pretty awesome. Obviously, we are dealing with some incredible people here, and their excellence continued post-war and can be seen in some areas you may not imagine. It's fair to say that the 10th Mountain Division trained to live, sleep, climb, ski, and fight on the snow and in the harshest conditions. Luckily for the soldiers post-war, these were marketable skills. After the war, ex-soldiers from the 10th Mountain Division fired up America's modern ski industry. Who better to champion the ski industry of America than soldiers that had been trained to live in battle in the snowy weather, right? These men did things for the environment that many of us actively engage with today. They did things like publish ski magazines and open ski schools, but what they did played a part in something many Colorado residents know too well. A few ex-soldiers established ski areas such as Vail and Aspen in Colorado, Sugarbush in Vermont, and Whiteface Mountain in New York. These are just a few of the most popular ski areas in the U.S., but at least 62 ski resorts have been founded, managed, or employed head ski instructors that were 10th Mountain Division veterans. Now, if you have ever been skiing or snowboarding in Colorado, specifically in the past 10 to 15 years, you have grown accustomed to the seemingly endless lines of cars leading to your favorite ski resort. If that wasn't enough, you have probably stood for hours in a ski lift line. While this may be frustrating at times, the truth is the ski industry across the United States would not be as prolific as it is today without the work of the 10th Mountain Division and their contributions to it. They brought something to the masses that is enjoyed by millions of people every year. With a powerhouse industry that doesn't seem to be slowing down anytime soon, we need to find a way to turn back the clock on the environmental effects that comes with millions of people crowding the same parks every year. This industry is not sustainable working at this level and neither is the environment. While the infrastructure of the ski industry and how it can be improved cannot be controlled by a small group of people, we have to really look back and appreciate what a group of ex-soldiers created for all the weekend warriors and avid outdoorsmen alike. Maybe the next time any of us find ourselves in a crowded ski resort waiting in line, make sure to grab a beer and raise a toast to the 10th Mountain Division, for they are probably the reason that resort is open. 
And if you are skiing at Vail and headed down Riva Ridge, you'll at least know the story behind it. We have proof right in our backyards that the 10th Mountain Division had an immense impact on a multi-billion dollar industry. Their contributions are not to be overlooked, and the 10th Mountain Division deserves the credit for planning the routes for the ski industry so many people enjoy today. I hope you enjoyed the story of the 10th Mountain Division and all they created for the outdoor recreationalist. Additionally, I hope we all take personal responsibility for ensuring the longevity of the environments we utilize in our sporting activities and avoiding the decay of nature by our own hand.